welcome back, welcome back, or hello, new <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yes, we haven't greeted the new listeners yet. We haven't greeted any new listeners. <laughs> what is up? What is up? This is Dude, What About Sports? Yes, sir. And who might you be? <laughs> I am Austin. This is Mitch. What is up? What is up? Hosts of Dude What About Sports. And, uh, yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys had a good week. Hopefully you all had a good week. I know uh, I certainly did. Psych. Dude, you're fucking flyers. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Philadelphia Flyers. They screwed me this week. Uh, oh, my God, man. But... Besides the point, we're going to let that slide. I just thought I'd bring it up, um, and we'll move on, and uh, hopefully they continue to suck for the rest of the season. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even want to get into that right now. I honestly don't. <laughs> and on that note... Oh, man. <laughs> Stop. On that note, we'll uh, jump into the show. Ooh, on the reverse! The catch at 180. Oh my goodness. This ball is crushed. And Anthony with the three. No flying in is Persingas. Wow. What a follow. There is with the two opens. This ball smashed. High and deep to center field. It is Dude. Yo, dude. <laughs> dude. Sweet. Sweet, dude. Oh, man. I will. We got some oh, uh, fresh news for you guys this week. It's been a full week since oh, we talked man, to you guys dude. last. So much Ooh, news. So much news we got to run through. <laughs> so much. Mitch, uh, if you want to lead us off. Well, uh, you know, shit, man. We talked about <laughs> <laughs> We talked about Mortal Kombat last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I figured, you know, we just would give our our brief thoughts on it. You know, what were what were our thoughts on on Mortal Kombat, man? Mortal Kombat was a film that I wanted to see, kind of thing, right? I saw it, and I feel entertained by it, kind of thing. That's basically all I got, kind of thing for you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Sub Zero was awesome in that. Um, so was Cole, the main character kind of guy. Um, Loved how he had to save his family. Oh my gosh. That is what drives <laughs> this plot. Really though. But uh, he's like the... Uh, what would you call him? Like the... Uh, the main guy like to save Earth. To save Earth kind of thing. Yeah, like I mean... He's, I the, guess he's the fighter for the Earth. Yeah, I guess that's how they're going to do it. I know that he's... You know... I, I hate to be the bandwagon guy <laughs> that... After watching this movie, I like fell down the rabbit hole of looking up Mortal Kombat lore because I didn't really know it. Because yeah. I'm not as familiar with. We with were never the, whole thing. Uh, the Street Fighter Mortal Kombat kind of crew on yeah. PS2 and all those good fun stuff. And yeah. it, we were never those guys, so we we're just like, all right, we could get into this kind of thing, but like it's gonna take us a few moments to get into it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know a whole lot about Mortal Kombat. 
Um, and I, I'll be I'll be honest, like I did I did enjoy the movie. The so movie I. was entertaining. Yep. You know I cheesy as it, hell, but it was, it was very, entertaining. It was very cheesy. <laughs> But I fucking enjoyed, you know, all the fatalities I thought were awesome. Yes. I, I mean, the gore, it was satisfying to to me in watching, you know, people get their shit wrecked. Yes, agreed. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, the fatalities by Jax a lot. That was pretty good when the <laughs> watermelon smash. <laughs> Spoiler. But... Spoiler. But uh, that was awesome. But, uh, um. Yeah, it was a solid film. It wasn't, it wasn't anything that I would you know write home to about or anything. But I give it like a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, I mean it was enjoyable. Seven, it was seven. En- it was, was enjoyable. It was, inter- inter- it it was entertaining. entertaining. Yeah, and can't wait for the next one with New- Luke Cage. Yeah, they definitely leave it open for a sequel. Spoiler, uh, spoiler. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, uh, tune in for uh, the Binge Boys to review that. I believe they're reviewing that this week. Shout out. Shout out. Um, Logan and the Boys. So, yeah, if you uh, want a more in-depth... Uh, Look at that. An in-depth analysis of the movie. There you go. Better wording. There we go. Uh, tune in <laughs> to the Binge Boys, which comes out tomorrow. Yep. Uh, Same so- as we do. Which you could our just episode battle our, off? No, th- see, I was doing a little bit of an inception. Oh, uh, okay. We our episode comes out tomorrow, tomorrow, Monday. Oh, theirs comes out. But yesterday, for people that are listening to the Binge Boys on Tuesday, because theirs comes True. out on Tuesday. Okay. So technically, it's tomorrow for those listening today. Yeah, you you did do I'm, a little inception I'm, on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking this all up for nah. Austin. Austin doesn't know what day it is. <laughs> Uh, but uh, to move on to the next uh, news in sports, uh, we had uh, UFC 261 on Saturday. Big Some fights. Big fights there. Um, three championships. There were three. I only put two in the dock because that made sense. Uh, I I thought these two were the more substantial. The more ones. substantial. I think the other one, Sev Sevchenko, the other woman's uh, title holder. Yeah. I think she did. I think she just won again. Uh, won again to so, hold the belt. To hold the again. belt. Yeah. Um. But uh, Rose Namajunas. 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 That sounds right. Namajunas. One by knockout with a freaking crazy left leg kick, man. Yep. If you watch this video, it's crazy. Left leg kick to the head of her opponent. Gone. Uh, Zhang, Lights I believe out. is her name. Um, that was 78 seconds into the first round, man. Crazy knockout. Uh, she also then, you know, ground and pound after she got knocked, <laughs> knocked yeah. down to the... UFC's vicious, man. They are, man. They it's don't, cage fighting. It is, man. It They don't give a fuck. And, <laughs> uh, but anyway, she regained uh, the Women's Strawweight Championship uh, in that fight. So that was a pretty big... Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily a big upset, but definitely a, uh, you know... Big championship, big. Cha- win I mean, within for her, ninety for seconds sure. for sure. Thug, Jeez, the Thug Rose, I think, is her nickname. <laughs> the Thug, she's back, man. That's she's cool. Back. That's cool. Um, but yeah, uh, the main fight, main title card fight was uh, Kamaru Usman, who won by a vicious right hook, right yes. hand knockout. Yep, in the second round. Yep. 
against uh, Jorge Masvidal. That was awesome. Loved it. Every second of it. Dude, that's another video if you haven't <laughs> seen that video. Clip. I have not, but I <laughs> Oh I my have, gosh, how did you not see it? I, I have tweeted several, it. I have several co-workers of mine that were like, alright, we're betting on this game, and we're going with Usman because he's going to win again. And I was like, okay, you guys do your thing. And then it ended up happening. I was like, alright, alright. He's pretty good, I guess. He's like, I'm sorry, you guys. He's I'm now, not into fighting that much, but it is what like it is. He's now like 19 and one. I know, I know. He's I just crazy. looked it up. He's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, he uh, regains, uh, remains the UFC welterweight championship uh, in that fight. He remains champion. Um, All around, good weekend for UFC. Yeah, man, really big, good. Big weekend for them. Uh, definitely uh, some. Really solid fights, man. Mm-hmm. Really solid fights. Some big upsets for betters, though. I know a lot of people were betting against Usman and lost. So <laughs> I yes. saw that Twitter, that all that uh, Twitter crap going on, going on. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit was funny as hell. Um, but uh, yeah, moving on from UFC, we had uh, some related fighting news uh, with Floyd Mayweather. In his fight against Logan Paul, uh, which I thought was interesting. It's interesting because... my timeline again. Um, the other Paul brother just fought. Yeah. Jake Paul. Yeah. Why are these Paul brothers getting into fighting? Because it's money, man. It's okay. a lot of fucking that money for true. them. It's a lot of fucking money. Don't they already have a shitload of money? They do, but they want more <laughs> money. Doesn't that make sense? <laughs> well, anyway, I hope these guys get their shit kicked in. At least that's my... Hey, I think Jake Paul is the better fighter out of the two Paul brothers. Let's just say that right now. And I think uh, Logan Paul is going to get his shit kicked in by Mayweather. <laughs> by Mayweather, yes. exactly. Yes. One of them's got to get wrecked. Yes, um, and it's going to be the older of the two. It's going to be the older brother. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, that fight uh, doesn't premiere until June 5th, and that'll be on Showtime pay-per-view. Um, but the... What I what was interesting about this was in this, um, per my sources uh, via Twitter and Instagram uh, over, I follow uh, TSN Sports News and they're kind of like Canada Sports Canada. Center. Yep, it's basically Sports Center. Yep. Um, but uh, Mayweather cannot weigh more than a hundred and sixty pounds. Yep. And Logan Paul. He can weigh up to a hundred and ninety pounds. Yep. That's thirty more pounds, man. Yep. Yep. What kind of fight is this going to be? Like, I have no idea. it's going to be a boxing fight. I, uh, but I, that's an interesting I, thing to, to even like, to outweigh a man 30 more yeah. pounds. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <sighs> insane, man. It's insane. I, I think, uh, the Paul, the old, the eldest Paul brother, the eldest Paul brother might be in it for like the first three rounds and then his shit's gonna get kicked in yeah i feel like he'll it like, like round five kind of like mcgregor i, I feel like he'll get gassed like if yeah. he plans on weighing in at 190 he's I, gonna get gassed out in early rounds potentially but like mayweather mayweather that's how he fights man he'll move around he'll dance around the ring for the first four or five rounds yep and, and then he'll conserve all his energy yeah yeah it, that's gonna it's gonna be, be a great fight. fight. It's gonna be a great fight. It's not gonna be no uh, Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Tell you that though. Yeah. Even though that was so hyped and it was. That was remember so that hyped. a few years that ago. Was, that know, was the biggest I, fight of like all time at that point. 
I uh, and then we I know we have a story probably behind that, but we do. Instead of tangenting down <laughs> that story, we're just gonna move on to more we're news. Move on because we got some more news. Yes, we got a lot so to much. cover here. So why don't you take it away for uh, um, the, next the NFL? One. We got NFL news for you guys. Alex Smith retires after 16 seasons. He won yes. the comeback player of the award in 2020. Yep. Because that gruesome, gruesome injury. Oh yeah, my man. goodness. He uh he retires sixteen seasons in. Um honestly, I'm a Ohio State fan, so obviously I'm gonna be an Urban Meyer fan. So obviously I would have liked to see Alex Smith down there with Jaguars on like a minimum minimum veteran deal kind of thing yeah. to help out Urban's squad, you know, maybe basically kind of just coach what Trevor Lawrence is going to go into kind of thing into the ring of fire. Yeah. It would have been nice to have him as, as a backup. Yeah. But I think for him, you know, I don't think he wanted to, uh, sit like with very limited, um, years left. Exactly. I think he wants to be in a position where he could start. And I don't think any team was really willing to, or he just thought it was his time. Or maybe that was it. Maybe I mean, it was just time. I mean, he, he's a dad. He is a dad. So maybe he's, he just one comeback player of the world. And I'm yeah. pretty sure he's never going to win a, any, any other title. big accolade like that. I was about to again, say another title, but title. I stopped so short because I was like, ah, he did not win in Kansas City. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. All right. So that sums that up. Hey, congratulations to you, bud. Yeah, I followed you during the uh, Redskins days, and uh, hey, it was good until that gruesome injury, and then you came back last year, and that was pretty good too. You showed Haskins how to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then Heineke had to play, and now Heineke's like now Heineke's somewhere taking the reins. Could but... be the golden boy in two years from now. Yeah. Not right now because we got magic. It's magic, or that you got magic. I'm I'm the Colts fan. I can't say we got magic. No, we got magic. <laughs> uh, also in the NFL, uh, another former Redskin player, uh, Jordan Reed, or Washington Football Team, if you guys want the football be. team. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. Former tight end of the. Redskins and 49ers. Uh, he was just on the 49ers, 49ers recently. Every, yep, last year. Um, solid player through seven seasons, just could never get fully healthy. Could never get that in his career. He could have gone on longer, honestly. He could have gone on. Did you on. say who it was? Did you say Jordan Reed? Yeah, I said Jordan Reed. I'm oh, pretty sure bad. I said Jordan Reed. I couldn't tell if he said Jordan Reed. All right, we're talking about tight end Jordan Reed, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, former uh, Redskin Washington football player and 49ers. I'm just going to read through all of this again. <laughs> <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> so he hasn't stayed health, fully healthy during the seven years kind of thing. I might have not mentioned him. I might have just went to skip to the <laughs> Redskins player. <laughs> I don't remember, man. Either way. Either way. He's, he's retired he's, now. Yes. So I applaud him. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, he could have stayed on the 49ers, and he could have just been the backup this year to, uh, what's his face? Kittle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a great tangent for whatever QB they're about ready to pick. Hopefully, it's Justin Fields. Hopefully. I mean, I remember watching a few uh, highlights or 
in-game uh, sequences where he did get the ball. He had a couple of touchdowns yeah. last season while Kittle was out. While Kittle was out. Kittle um, was out he, the majority he, of the year but last year. once again, I don't think he was able to stay healthy for uh, for most of that season last no. year. So. Nada. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's upsetting to see him retire, but another good player who's had a good run. Yeah. And got some money. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. He got some money. Exactly. Should have exactly. stayed in the league maybe three more years. Would have got another contract that would have been kind of good. You know, retirement fun. But maybe. hey, that's just me. Maybe. That's just me. Maybe. 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 I don't know. Um, um, on but, down to, we are going down to the jersey number controversy. So yes. this just came out either this week or last week where they're saying that um, numbers of jerseys are allowed no matter what. Um, so like, let's say wide receivers normally like back in the old days used to be eighties or so I'm, I'm from the Colts. So I had 87 as Reggie Wayne and 88 as Marvin Harrison. That's what I remember. Now I kind of think those are tight end numbers a little bit, but I'm not quite sure. I follow more college football than anything. So I know their numbers, but, um, controversy right now is kind of saying like, Anybody could be number one, or anybody could be number two, or anybody could be number three. So it all depends on that. Also, for that, if the players want to change their numbers, they're going to have to buy out all of their remaining jersey stock stock in Nike or whoever makes it. I'm pretty sure it's all Nike right now. But um, that's something to look into. Um, Yeah, I know... I know a player like Dalvin Cook who was recently, yeah. this was in the news, where he was uh, looking at getting his former college number uh, potentially instead of his normal number, uh, 33. But in order to do that, he had to pay like over like a million, oh. like 1.5 or something like that to buy out all his, all of his jersey stock. And he it's, was basically just like, yeah, not worth it. I'm let, just going to keep let's 33. Just say, yeah, let's so just say all the top tier guys, don't do it. Yeah. Unless you want to do it for the beginning of next year, then potentially. Potentially. Yeah. I, like, mean, it, I mean, it's going like, to cost them money. Either because, way, yeah, because it's a continuous loop of what they do. All It's not through just the season's worth. It's through the entire year. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So the... They're, they're always selling their jerseys, always. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter if you start in two seasons from now or three seasons. It's, it's, you're yeah. going to have to buy something yeah, cause from Nike. Yeah, because they'll restock. They'll just keep restocking yeah. it. So, so if yeah. you have the money, I guess, if you really want to, but like it's but, I mean, really not think worth about it. it. When you think about it, like Dalvin Cook, you know, a million and a half, he gets paid a pretty good amount. It's not uh, worth it. It's not worth it. Is he in still that. on his rookie deal? I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure either, but I know he's he's making he could afford to do it, but it's also in the sense that, you know, is it worth it in the long run? Probably not. Probably not. You should just play with so, the number that you're given and you should make it a a, a good number kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Because your legacy depends on that kind of thing. Your yeah. legacy you you leave this legacy behind. I think that's what it is. You don't need to change numbers because you're you're spending millions of dollars on that anyways kind of thing. And that's only for Dalvin Cook. He'll only be in the league for, what, another five to six, seven years kind of thing. That's half his career. He's been this number. Now he's transferring back. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's It weird. is what it is. It's a little weird. Uh, Tom Brady said something about 
how he's not going to be able to pinpoint the guys on defense anymore and everything like that because he's so used to the linebackers having these certain amount of numbers and the cornerbacks and the safeties having these certain amount of numbers. Uh, he said that recently and everyone stopped and paused and was like, all right, the GOAT spoke. What do we do about Well, okay, some people chose his side and some other people were just like, ah, players are going to be players, man. They're going to do what they want. Hey, I heard Juju might go to a single-digit number, like number eight or number nine or something like that. He has enough money. I know that for sure. He's just, uh, well, yeah. he just signed for another, what, yeah. one year for 10 mil or something yeah. like that? Yeah. He'll have enough money next year. Let's just say that. He'll have enough once he signs another contract with probably another team. Yeah. Sorry, you Steeler fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not saying after this year. Probably not since they have Mapletron. Yep. All right, on to NBA news. NBA a lot of injuries this past week. So many injuries. Um, and that's uh, coming off KD getting uh, re-injuring his, re-aggravating his leg. Um, he's he was back today. Yep. Um, which was good to see. Nets versus the Suns. Yep. Um, I believe uh, Brooklyn did take that game. I can't remember the final score, but um, they were up by. 10 plus points when we uh, flipped it to uh, a different game, but I think right now we've got yeah, the, uh, Nets the won Dodgers by nine. and Padres game on. Yep. Um, watching a little bit of baseball. Watching some baseball now. Um, but uh, yeah, we had some injuries this past week. Uh, Trey Young uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. I believe he's a point guard, shooting yes, guard. Yes, sir. Point guard. Point guard. Um, he went down with an apparent ankle injury. I'm not sure of the specifics. I don't I think it's like, long term. I, I don't feel like it's I think not. It's, a, yeah. I think it might be two to three weeks kind of thing. I'm like not quite sure sprain. on the specifics, but I saw a tweet from him saying uh, God got my back or something like that. So that means it's not that serious. So hopefully he'll be make it back for the final stretch and then the playoffs. Yep. Um. Also, uh, we had a Wizards rookie Denny Av- Avdia. Uh, he went down with an ankle injury as well. Um, and uh, I don't know the specifics on, on that injury that happened just a few days ago, I feel like. Something like um, that, yeah. I think when they were playing Golden State, I think that happened. Or it may have happened in the beginning of the week. I don't know. <laughs> Every, I don't have an update Everyone on goes that. down during the while they play Golden State Warriors. Everyone goes down ever since that stupid play. Sorry, tangent. Um, stupid playoff game against who was it? The Raptors, I think, or it was it was Kawhi. It was when 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 Kawhi went down during the playoffs, and the no, it wouldn't. Who was? When, where was Kawhi on? Um, was he on the Spurs before the Raptors? I have no idea. I think that might be right. I think he was on the Spurs. So we were, they were playing the Spurs in the playoffs, and the Spurs were up like a game. And then, do you remember Zaza Pachulia, uh, the center for the Warriors, probably back two to three years ago, maybe four years ago now? Big old center, black hair. Anyways, he kind of uh, drifted off and tried to... He, uh, Kawhi was shooting a three, a corner three. And he put his hand up, 
and kind of moved forward to him. And Kawhi, of course, shooting a three, lifts his feet up off the ground and was planting his feet again. Zaza moved his feet kind of into... Like in uh, his shooting lane or In something? his shooting lane, and he fell on his foot wrong and just jacked uh, up everything. Uh, Went out of the playoffs, and Zaza's kind of been hated ever since then. Oh, man. He's now a front... Uh, he's he's part of the Warriors organization. He like, works like as a front office kind of person. But, uh, yeah, people don't like him because of that. He, oh, yeah, he denied everything, obviously. But, uh, yeah, people don't like him because of that. Because, obviously, the Warriors went on to win and went on to the finals game. I don't remember what happened then, but uh, I'm pretty sure that was when they took it all that year. But that was just because of him scooting into the shooting lane of Kawhi. I mean, if Kawhi Damn. did and never went down, they might have won that series. Damn. Well, um, we did get an update on Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets, who suffered a torn ACL a few weeks ago. Bad news. Um, he, Bad news. He will be out indefinitely, um, but his uh, surgery was successful, so that's good for for him for next season. You know, yeah. he'll come back strong. Now they're just relying on the Joker, and. Yeah. Um, Michael Porter, Porter and and Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. They still got. They so well. They just picked him up, but I. Yeah. Oh man, I, I feel very bad about that team going into the playoffs. Yeah. Really bad. Like maybe a first round victory. Maybe if they push it to six or seven games, I don't think a second round victory at all at this point. Yeah, that'll be tough. I think they're dropping too because they have been losing. They just lost to the Warriors a few nights ago. Yeah. Um, well, moving on from uh, to some more NBA news, uh, we had uh, Jalen Suggs this week, Gonzaga freshman, declaring for the NBA draft. Let's go. That's pretty interesting. He's a freshman and he's already declaring for the NBA. I thought that was like that. That seems like a rare thing, probably, mm, or is uh, it not? It's it's it's. It's it's uh, is it more common like it's common for the big guys kind of thing the okay. the the top five stars of the class like the first like twenty guys in their recruiting class kind of thing, or if some guy like him I think he was a pretty high tier guy because another another side side tangent here <laughs> um, he was recruited for both sports really so he was recruited for basketball highly. He was recruited for football highly. Yeah, he's quarterback, uh, right? Quarterback, exactly. Uh, Ryan Day reached out to him, um, head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. We had him there for like an official official visit kind of thing, yada, yada, yada. Um, I heard um, Ryan Day was talking about him in a recent interview after he saw what happened against UCLA. Some reporter asked him about that, and he was like, yeah, you know, we sat him down kind of thing on the official visit and if he's like if you really want to play basketball kind of thing and you you do not because Ohio State's thing is you don't want to do uh we won't kind of we, we pretty much won't accept two-way players kind of thing so bass because it overlaps in their practice and everything like that won't be enough uh, hours that they spend in the book of whatever that they're doing playbook wise and everything like that yeah but um, it's kind of crazy just because 
What? Those CBD pills, man. What was I talking about? <laughs> Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. On, I'm sorry, man. If we can move on to the next uh, one. We, we could, but uh, okay. So he was recruited from Ohio State uh, to be a quarterback. Uh, Ryan Day sent him down and said, if you want to, you should probably do basketball if you're you have more major offers from there. He did end up doing basketball. He was such a great player. That, yeah. I mean, that three was ridiculous. Yeah. He's been a solid player all year round. I think he'll probably go top top ten, top at ten at least, probably if not, you know, top five, whatever kind of thing. I have not seen draft boards this year. I don't even know when the NBA draft is, to be honest with y'all. Yeah, I mean, we'll have that in the news probably here uh, in the next, next week. Of, like, <laughs> we'll, we'll next think of it of the next week, or something, but um, kind of thing. Uh, but uh, I, I honestly think he'll be a good uh, point guard, shooting guard for one specific team, probably. Orlando Magic. <laughs> hey. Hey. Who knows? Potentially. Um, but uh, speaking of uh, another player that uh, hit a milestone, um, well, I guess. CP3. Well, we before CP3. Nope. Nope. We're we going to CP3. In. We are going CP3. We're going CP3 right now. He just moved past Magic Johnson for fifth all-time in assists in the NBA. Hey, yes, that's, sir. that's radical, man. That's insane. I mean, that's. He's done that his entire life. He, I, I don't know, man. He's he's just a really good veteran and knows how to play the game really yeah, well. Yeah, he makes the team better. Yeah. I've, I've watched a lot of Chris Paul's games yeah. uh, this past season. Well, like since I've jumped on board with watching NBA and he, he just, he makes, he, he makes the guys around him better, better. players. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, he mates, uh, what's the Suns player? Booker? Booker. Yeah. Devin Booker. Yeah, he makes him better for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's crazy what he, he does in the assist a, realm. He's not a big guy either, no, you know? He's, he's very small. He's, he's, he's one smaller of the smaller than, forwards that there are. I, like, I think he might be shorter than Steph Curry. Don't don't take my word for that, but he might be. Yeah, he's got to be like only like six foot something. Like Some, six foot six one, one two. two. Yeah. Um, But yeah, pass, passing Magic Johnson fifth all-time in assists really awesome stat um we did also have uh andrew wiggins golden state warriors player uh reached ten thousand points and that's the most by a canadian-born player hey i thought that was pretty crazy man shout out andrew wiggins yeah man i mean he scored the majority of his points in minnesota but hey it is what it is (laughs) hey hey that's pretty um, cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Um, and then the last thing here for NBA news, you want to take this one away? Nah, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, it's Steph your Curry. It's yeah, your boy. Yeah, this is my boy. This is my boy. It's your boy who you almost screwed. You almost <laughs> screwed over this past week. Say, you know, he's watch. He probably won't. He pro- his streak will probably end and, against yeah, the Wizards. Against the what Wizards. happens? He, he goes like oh for like five or whatever in the first half and doesn't hit one three. Uh, we had a bet on DK where it was like twenty five dollars, and then you get another extra twenty five dollars if he hits just one three versus the Wizards. We were kind of sweating it at the end of the first half. We were like, he's like 0 for 5 right now. What are we doing right here? He has like four points. And I was like sitting there. I was like, hey, I knew it was going to come to an end at some point. Mitch is like over here like, hey, you you, jinxed him. You stupid bastard. (laughs) You. It was you. You jinxed him, you son of a bitch. 
But uh, he has uh, six games with ten plus three points per this season. That's that's insane. That's yeah. that's unheard of at this point, considering no other player has more than five in their career. Yeah. Woo. He also has eighteen thousand career points and counting. counting, man. Seventy fifth player in NBA history. I remember a few few game a few uh not few games, but a few podcasts ago, I might have said that Steph Curry was around thirty to thirty one. That's inaccurate. I just looked at his uh <laughs> Google uh, age and uh he's thirty three as of March twenty fourth, so he's getting up he's there. He's getting up there. So uh But he's still he's still like he's seems still like prime age. Still lights out. I, I fully expect him to play for another at least five more years kind of thing. But Clay Thompson better be on his end game when he comes back after two years of rest. Yeah, man. Splash Not really brothers. rest, but you know what I mean. The Splash <laughs> Brothers. We need him back. We need him back in the league, bro. Uh, and uh, moving on to uh, some another big kind of uh, chunk of news segment um, here. Huge and also very small, however you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a soccer news. Uh, so uh, this past week... Uh, there was a thing that was going on in European soccer with uh, the potential for a Super League being Shout built. out Super League. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out Super League. For the 72 hours it was alive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as quick as it was born, it collapsed very fast. Um, essentially, the whole thing, um, like the gist of the whole thing is... Um, Real higher-ups, owners, um, you know, these financial moguls of some of these bigger uh, farm club team, like, well-known teams yep. um, in in soccer, uh, they wanted to create a Super League just revolving around basically the best teams. And uh, uh, I took a couple of notes from uh, this New York Times article that... Um, Basically, uh, a, like I don't, I don't want to even quote. Like I did quote some of these in the, on the doc, but I don't know if I need to even uh, say them. Well, I'll say this one. Okay, so uh, the reason this is quoted from New York Times, this New York Times article, um, the reason that the threat of a super league had carried so much menace for so long is that so is that much of soccer's vast economy rests on a fragile bond. Uh, both domestic championships like English England's Premier League, the EPL, and Spain's La Liga, and the pan-continental tournaments like the Champions League, to some extent rely on the presence of the elite clubs to attract fans through them, broadcasters, and sponsors. Um, without them, the revenue streams that filter down to sustain smaller teams and clubs um, might collapse. So essentially in saying all this is... The backlash that happened from these teams, yep. from the fans, yep. um, you know, because the fans, the soccer fans are diehard, man. They go, they all go out. all, they in. go all out, all in. Um, they understood what this would mean for all of these, uh, you know, all of those involved in this, whether it be, you know, the players, the fans, the owners, yep. all of it. I mean. The potential for the amount of 
uh, money that could have been made is essentially what this whole thing it's was crazy. about. It, the whole thing was about like making a whole bunch of money, money. Yep. for these big teams. Um, and the fans were not going to have it. Yep. They were like, no, this would screw up everything else that's already been established. In place, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, it was a ultimate, no-go. Ultimately, it was a big betrayal um, of the owners. And uh, there were some owners and uh, people that stepped down from their position <laughs> this past week. Um, and, you know, obviously some players shared their opinions on this. And uh, the whole thing was a chaotic few days, but yeah. that was about it. It was it only lasted a few days. That's it, man. <laughs> and uh, it, it was up by like Monday morning and it was gone by like Wednesday night kind of thing. Yeah, it I was, mean, it was pretty it got resolved pretty quickly, which is good. Um, I'm it, glad the fans stood up and just said no. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, exactly. It, it, it was it was not going to be worth it for every single team, kind of thing. It was, yeah, it was it not going to be worth it. It was essentially going to screw all of the lower quality teams that yep. don't have this, you know, higher significance and establishment yeah. type of or like established uh, type of thing. So, I mean, I don't follow soccer enough to to really know all the full details, but the football. If, the football. The football. Um, but, uh, you know, it was something that was really awesome uh, that happened that came across my Twitter timeline. And, uh, you know, it was, if you're interested in it as a listener, it was I would solid for the first day. And then it was just not solid. Man. I would recommend looking up some articles. There's tons of people that wrote up articles oh, about sure. this. And they're really good reads for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, we got some NHL news. Um, obviously, this past week, Patrick Marlowe surpassed Gordy Howe as the most games pl- uh, played in the most games played as an NHL player. He did that on Monday night uh, versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, and That's dude, awesome. This was uh, this was a very heartwarming moment, um, especially for him. Um, but me, as a as a fan of the sport, um, I just witnessing. Uh, all the players um, from not only in the Vegas game but the previous game that uh, that he played in, I think it was against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, they all like you know they shook hands with him after post game, kind of like that's cool. Uh, you know, congratulating him. him. Yeah, it was it was just a very cool moment. Um, and uh, moving to the next thing, uh, we got we had Zidane Chara. Longtime defenseman of the Boston Bruins, now back end leader for the Washington Capitals, he played in his 1600th game uh, this past uh, the Jeez. other day, which is he's on the road to you know being right up there with Patrick Marlowe. Man, he's got a few more years in him. I I feel like he'll he'll be right up there over 1700. I'm sure by the end of his career. Book your caps. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, moving on to some playoffs spots that were clinched in the NHL. Uh, obviously, Vegas uh, clinched a spot this past week, as well as uh, they were the first team to do so this season. Um, Colorado Avalanche, they would clinch a spot on Thursday night. And uh, the Minnesota Wild have also clinched a spot. They did that the other night um, as well. And, you know, jumping into some more Minnesota Wild news Kirill Kiprasov, man, scored his 19th, and I believe he's already scored more than that, but his 19th goal of this season 
broke Marion Gabrick's rookie goal scoring record for the Minnesota Wild. Crazy stuff this kid's doing. He is a highlight reel on skates, man. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, I hope he uh, sustains it, man. Yeah. Because that'll I, be good for the league. It will definitely be good for the league. And I'm looking forward to uh, seeing Minnesota in the playoffs, man. They could do some do some damage if they get hot. That's for sure. Um, and that pretty much wraps up NHL news. But we got one more sport. One more sport. It's MLB. It is baseball. It's it is baseball. MLB. Um, you know, Colorado Rockies, uh, this past week, got a games, little snowy, got a little snowy, got a little snowy, got a little snowy. That's just um, insane. Playing in the snow. I can't imagine baseball being played in the snow in April. I mean, it's oh, just crazy. Not in April. I was about to say maybe October, <laughs> maybe October, but <laughs> I mean, at the beginning of the season, no. it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. That's for damn sure. Um, and then, uh, Oakland athletics, the Oakland A's, they're on a hot streak. They're on a hot streak. They just played today. Did we, uh, I did not check to see if they won today, but they were, uh, 13 straight, um, as of today unless they lost today or maybe they were playing the late they game. lost today they lost well it ended at 13 folks the, <laughs> we yeah aren't counting they anymore. got smoked today <laughs> the orioles beat them eight to one there we go Baltimore. oh my goodness ending the oakland a's win streak at 13 well um, that was not news <laughs> and uh that that goes for uh news uh today uh our discussion topic man Top QBs, their pro days. For and, the draft. Uh, yeah, man. Let's draft go. week is coming up. Uh, and then we, we have... We also our, have a mock draft for we the have top our 10. Mock draft. Which is kind of crazy considering we've done several of these mock drafts throughout the week and everything. And we have been becoming... We are, we're coming back to the same numbers as all these other guys that have them. Unless these stupid trades that happen... Yeah. I mean, potentially, probably, but we, we can't figure out that until Thursday <laughs> night. So we're just going to give you the draft later on. But our, our first contestant, not even our first contestant, our first QB. Our, our QB rundown here from is Trevor Lawrence, man. He's six foot six, 213 pounds. It was a Heisman finalist twice. Yeah. You can't. I, I, I think if he if he could have, I don't know, man. Tua was also good his freshman year too. I was thinking about if he would have won something, he probably would have won it his freshman year because he only played three years, freshman or sophomore and junior year. If he would have won it his freshman year, that would have been legit. But we didn't know if he was legit until the championship game, until they beat Alabama, kind of thing. So. Yeah. I mean, he was legit kind of thing coming in because he was number one recruit overall coming out of his recruiting class. But we didn't know what's up until they beat Bama because Bama was, you know, Bama's been the Bama. Bama's been Bama, man. Bama's been Bama, the top <laughs> cop die in sports. I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm a Buckeyes fan for, what, past 12 years, 13 years, kind of? Yeah. And counting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. But um, he also was the ACC Offensive Player of the Year in 2020, obviously, yep. and the Player of the Year. Yep. As a freshman, Clemson in 2018, he threw for three. Th- I mean, like, that's this like crazy numbers. Stats. 
I, it's not ridiculous stats, but it's well, it's I mean, crazy like, numbers for a freshman. Yeah, Let's just say that. That's what I mean. Like, 3,200 yards, 30 touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, that's that's a ratio of what? That's 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 less than six. So that's that's crazy, man. Because yeah, that's crazy, man. So that's oh man. So out of like 15 games that year, he threw two touchdowns per year and had a interception every three to four games. Whew. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Also, um, in his sophomore year, he had 3,600 yards, 36 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Yeah, I can understand why he was the favorite going into the, his junior year. <laughs> That's the Heisman favorite. I can understand that. Um, but uh, he's just a tall guy. He's lean, but he has a lot of muscle. He can run sorta kind of thing if if you catch my drift like he, he'll pick up the yards needed kind of thing yeah he's like a young eli the first five years i would say that, okay. that would be my like comparison yeah or uh i feel like he's a more mobile jared goff like he's a better quarterback than jared goff but yeah. he he's style like his athletic <laughs> build is like similar to Jared Goff. I think he's more athletic than. Well, Jared I think he's Goff. more athletic, yes, but I mean, like he's tall. He's very like tall. Jared Goff's another like six foot six quarterback. I would. He's put basically him, not I, Jared Goff. He's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I, I would put him as like the Matthew Stafford, right? Because Matthew Stafford threw some really good deep balls in his prime. I would. I would say he's the Matthew Stafford passing wise, and okay. then also. I mean, I don't see him being as like. I, he won't be as mobile as yeah. what you guys think he might be, I mean, or I what I think him, he might be. I could be. see him jumping out of the pocket. Yeah, but every he'll once in a while. He'll look to make a pass. He'll look to make a pass, scrambling. and I believe he has a good head on his shoulder. So if he sees a guy coming, he'll probably dip down or you or know throw the ball away or like throw the ball probably, away i feel like he's a smarter qb that he'll throw the ball away he but. has a very good iq let's just say that yeah and man. he is already going to the jacksonville jaguars do you know how i know that well i think it's pretty much no well it's almost a given at this point yeah. but also uh he has given money to the Jacksonville community already. Okay. So that's pretty cool. So he and I just Urban Meyer has already been like, Hey, you're our guy, so we're gonna draft you kind of thing. I bet you it was some of that Adidas money because guess what? <laughs> he was just recently signed to Adidas. There you go. And I just saw today he also got signed by Gatorade. He's one of their premier athletes. Of too, course he so. is. Of course he is. It's. Uh, I mean, that makes he's sense. He's getting all the endorsements and stuff. So, uh, who was that guy who hasn't spent one lick of his uh, contract money that we saw in the past week? Uh, it was on the Pat McAfee show. Shout out. Um, I mi- I missed some of the episode. I only caught the tail ends of episodes this week. It's not coming back to me. There's a lot of running backs in the league, but there's one guy in the league. That has not spent a lick of his, uh, any of his contracts, and has just entirely lived is he a off rookie? of. No, no, no. He's older. Um, it doesn't matter. But he has he has lived off entirely off of his uh, sponsors' deals, okay. houses, uh, giving money to family and everything. Literally, literally, get living off his sponsors. Nice. All of his money's in the bank. That's just crazy. That's exactly <clears throat> what I would want. That's how I would Excuse live, me. kind of thing, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't also buy real estate. I would dip my hands in real estate if I was a player. Just saying. Yeah. That is the money of the future. Also Bitcoin. <laughs> also Bitcoin. <laughs> Shout out Dogecoin. <laughs> yes. To, to the, the moon. moon. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Our next guy over here, Zach Wilson from BYU. Um, this guy, another tall quarterback, six foot three, two hundred nine pounds. Um, he finished eighth in voting for the Heisman in twenty twenty. Um, and they were there was glimpse glimpse the the flashes in twenty nineteen. Some people were talking about him. Most people weren't kind of thing. And then he came all of a sudden on this scene in twenty twenty and just. Just, yep. just like, basically put his team on the map. Yeah. By himself. Yeah. Um. In twenty eighteen, as a true freshman, Wilson threw for fifteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns, three interceptions in nine games. Um, as a sophomore, as a sophomore, uh, another nine game season, he threw for twenty three hundred yards, eleven touchdowns, uh, nine interceptions. And then finally, this past year, his junior year, um, in a he just went off. season, he went off, man. He just 36, went off. 3,600 yards, 33 touchdowns, three interceptions. That's such a big difference compared to 11 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Yeah, I mean, it is. That's three times as much in both directions. It is, uh, <laughs> it is pretty crazy, um, even though it was only like three more games that, that he played in that junior season yeah um but yeah man this kid zach zach wilson man this he can rip it um he's virtually a lock yeah virtually a lock as a second pick now um he's got good movement in the pocket um and obviously his size i think is uh you know a very key thing for for him being the quarterback that he is um he needs to add a little bit of weight. I would love to see him at 220 instead of 210, but that it, it is what it is. Which I think, just like Trevor Lawrence, I think there's a lot of room for... I mean, I think with all of these players, there's, there's room for growth. Yeah. Um, whether They're not be, done grown yet. Whether it be they get taller or <laughs> just put on more muscle. Yep. Uh, that'll definitely happen with uh, the next in the next couple of years for these guys. And um, obviously... Um, this is another player that, uh, got an endorsement deal. Yeah. Uh, he recently signed with Nike. Congrats. Uh, Congrats. Which is a pretty big, uh, sign for good old Zach Wilson. So, so that means Adidas uh, must've like dumped their entire net worth onto <laughs> um, Trevor Lawrence and be like, Hey, we can like double what Nike gives you right here, right now. That would be the only player we're taking out of the draft. Or maybe they had better incentives or <laughs> yeah, something. You know? I know. They may I know. have had better offer. Like, he may have gotten offered by a bunch of people, but, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, it would be nice to be a player, to be honest with you. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see Zach Wilson uh, playing the pros. Obviously, if he does go second, that'll be to the Jets, man. Yep. Yep. Uh, and they need... They need, they a, lot need of help, a lot of help, but and... I do believe in their head coach. Their head coach is awesome. Defensive coordinator from the 49ers, I do believe. Bald-headed guy. Awesome dude, who, man. I can't remember who Awesome is. meathead. Awesome meathead. He's he's going to be awesome for them. I, I, I believe in him. 
and I also believe in uh, Dan Camrell, M- MCDC, <laughs> Motor City, Dan Campbell. Up in Detroit. Um, um, all also, right, let's jump into the next guy here. We got Mac Jones from Alabama, six foot three, two hundred fifteen pounds, finished third in the Heisman voting. He was decent, man. He was re- he was. I, I I don't understand all the hype for him in the third round kind of thing or in the thir- third pick overall for San Fran because I would feel like he would be kind of like what a Garoppolo would be, maybe a little bit better. I don't know. Dan Orlovsky said he's completely different than oh, Garoppolo, but uh, I don't know, man. He, he could He could <laughs> just tank, man. He only had one good year in Alabama. Every other year, he came in the same recruiting class as Tua. He sat right next to him, technically behind Tua, for three years before he got a starting gig. And then he had the best wide receiver to ever do it kind of thing because he's so small and so fast kind of thing. He's a new new breed of wide receiver. Yes, and we're talking Devontae Smith there. Yep. Uh, but I think that was my biggest concern with Mac Jones is that he was surrounded by really good wide receivers and yep. other good players, even Najee Harris as a running back. Awesome. Uh, awesome running back. That I don't know. I don't know how he would perform in, you know, with everything on his shoulders, you know, to make plays to, you know, with players that aren't that caliber you know yeah so i i don't know mac jones I'm, is up I'm, I'm in the iffy. air for me man. i'm iffy on him kind of thing but i know a lot of people that are are uh that like him i mean he had a whopping fourth 45 4500 yards passing 41 tds and four intercepts that's just ridiculous man like yeah, man. what the frick are you doing over there i mean obviously they also had the great, the Greek god of uh, Steve Sarkisian, Sarkisian, Sarkisian. Um, now the Texas head coach. Um, he he did phenomenal job for he he basically made a NFL offense into the Alabama what what they were this year. He yep. he created a NFL offense for them. And they ran with it, and it, it was just golden, man. It was just golden. No one could defeat him. Not even my Buckeyes. <laughs> um, but uh, he's in, he's gonna be good. He, he'll. I hear a lot of people. I mean, not majority, but there's a minority support out there that he could take third, third pick overall, kind of thing. And obviously, we'll find out in our mock traps of yeah. where he's gonna end up, kind of thing. Yeah. But uh. Going on to uh, Justin Fields here. Oh, no. We got one more that you jumped over that I'll take the reins for. Oh, shit. I completely forgot about Trey Lance. My we bad. We got Trey Lance <laughs> of uh, North sorry. Dakota State University. Big, Another big quarterback, 6'4", 227. Um, only two competitive college seasons under his belt, having missed playing in 2020 due to uh, NDSU opting out for uh, covid um, he played one one game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was. It, I mean, uh, he flashed so much in that one game, didn't he? That one game, it, he flashed uh, so much. It's a very he's a very interesting player, man. Um, in 2018, his freshman year, he only played two games. Um, 
Having done so, he only threw one pass, completed that, and he completed that one pass. He has a solid build, um, though, at 6'4 and 230. Yes, yes. Solid build. Yes. And uh, definitely, uh, he came came on strong in his sophomore year, threw for 2,700 yards, 28 touchdowns, no interceptions. Solid. Um, did that in 16 games. Um, this and, is all against FCS opponents, though. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. But you know, he did uh, his pro day. He, I think, is where he shined most. Um, he looked really good, man. Um, and he's another player that, kind of like Mac Jones, is, I have no idea he's where up he's up there. Go. He, he could go San he Fran could, too. He could go to San Fran. Yeah, which. Maybe in our mock drafts, maybe. maybe somebody's got him going to San Fran. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I I definitely think uh, he's got good movement. He's a great thrower, um, especially for like we've been saying the the size of him. I mean, he's he's a big quarterback. Like he's built. He's, he's built. built. He's well built. Um, he, he can throw all the throws, kind of thing. Just yeah. like Wilson. Just like Wilson, he can Fields. rip the ball. Uh, or yeah. Trevor Lawrence or Matt Jones is up there, I guess. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'm just I I think that no matter what, uh, whatever team that gets him, um, they're gonna be happy with a, a quarterback of the future, man. I th- yeah. feel like that's where that's where this kid uh, Trey Lance stands is he's gonna be a quarterback hey, of the future. The last QB that came out of nd state was wentz yeah and he had that really golden year until he got injured kind of thing halfway through his second year and um as long as trey lance stays healthy he should be golden (laughs) (laughs) um all right but yeah moving on to the last quarterback take it over yeah uh we got justin fields at six foot three 227 pounds which is 230 like i just said to Trey Lance, you got an inch on him, but whatever. Uh, a two-time finalist for the Heisman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. He did all right this last year. <laughs> I, I think he should have done a lot better during Indiana, in my perspective. He threw, like, three interceptions that game. I don't know how we won that game by seven points. That that came down so close to the wire. I'm so mad about that. But, um. He finished third in 2019. Obviously, that was the year where Ohio State had two um, two guys finishing in the top four that were named finalists for the Heisman. We had Justin Fields, and we also had um, Chase Young, who finished second. Yep. He had that monstrous year. Also yep. had two missed games because of a um, stupid flag that I think Maryland called on him. And that Nets game, because he was out for two games, that first game that he was out of, we played against Maryland, and we whooped their ass. Completely <laughs> whooped their ass. Like, uh, Ryan Day was just like, we're just going to keep going on this team because I'm pretty sure they snitched on us or something like that. It was something for money for a bowl game that he brought his girlfriend to. It was, it was nothing big, like, why would you snitch on him for that? But it is the rules, or at least it was. Now it's name, image, and likeness, and I think they can get away with it a lot more now kind of thing. Anyways, um, also they can pay for a lot more because they're not broke as shit anymore. So that's good. 
plot to col future college athletes. Good job, you guys. You aren't broke anymore. Um, but uh, Justin Fields, uh, he's he's just stout. He's built. He he had great seasons. He played his first year as a freshman in Georgia in 2018. Um, he was the backup for Mr. Fromm, Mr. Yeah. State Farm, Fromm. Jake Fromm. <laughs> shout um, out, shout out, uh, what a, that show that he was on on Netflix. <laughs> oh, QB1? QB1. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, and also in his sophomore year when he transferred to OSU, he started all 14 games throwing for 3,200 yards, 41 touchdowns, three interceptions. I mean, that's that's just that's, phenomenal. Yeah. That's just phenomenal. I mean, if he would have ended that on his 2020 season, there's, I, I think the Jets probably would have took him two overall, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I don't think uh, Wilson would have had a shot, unless this stupid epilepsy thing would have stopped everyone from coming to him. Yeah. Stupid epilepsy. I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know, man. But um, also in 2020, he also threw for – well, he only played eight games due to COVID. And all, we also fought for that season like no other kind of thing. Yeah, he was big. He was, big, played a prominent role yeah. in, in getting that – Signed that petition and everything yeah. like that, get that season. We finally got that season five weeks after everyone started kind of thing. And then we had to wait another two weeks after that. And then we got hit by – COVID. COVID cancellations. COVID. So instead of having like nine games under our belt before the Big Ten Championship, we only had like six. And then we played Northwestern, beat them. We beat Clemson for the first time ever. Good yep. job, Justin Fields. I applaud you. Should yep. be 2-0, and just saying, against Clemson, just saying. But um, I honestly think he'll be good wherever he goes. I I don't see why so many people are downing him, but hey. It is what it is. If he falls, that means he goes to a better team. So I'm I'm happy with either one kind of thing. Yeah. Honestly, Justin Fields is like, he was interviewed a few weeks ago. He's just like, it, it doesn't matter where I go. I'm going to get drafted, and I, I'm going to have to start from ground zero at this point. Yeah. Work my way back up. So it doesn't yep. matter. Exactly. I'm just like, hey, you got a good head on your shoulders, boy. I like you. I like you. And concluding that, so that's our top six QBs kind of thing that we got going on for the draft. Concluding that, we're going to go into our mock draft here. And yes, we got sir. 10 guys for you guys. We're going to alternate our picks. So Mitch is going to start off with his first pick because I know his first pick. <laughs> first pick of the draft to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you think uh, Justin Fields has a shot here? Quarterback. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Oh, <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> I know I just mentioned earlier in the podcast that uh, he's already giving money to the Justin Fields uh, community, which is very cool. But um, <laughs> I think it's kind of funny that it's Urban, pretty much Urban Meyer's first year is like point, already man. like, hey, you're coming to us anyway, so you might as well just like befriend everyone around here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my first pick of the draft, obviously, is Trevor Lawrence. Yada, yada, yada. It is what it is. I mean, he's the best QB in the draft. It is what it is. He's going to be a great golden pony boy in the NFL. <laughs> golden pony boy. <laughs> All well, right, well, well, what do you want me to call him? You want to call him Sunshine? I can call him Sunshine. Call He's him from the Sun Sunshine State. Yeah, just now. call him Sunshine. Golden Pony Boy. 
Uh, all right, uh, who you got at number two? Uh, we of course let's we do got snake draft. We get we can do a snake draft. Um, let's do uh, Zach Wilson. Ooh, Ooh. for number two. Um, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, obviously <laughs> to the Jets. To the Jets. Um, like I said, I really enjoyed the bald headed coach, and I I under like I I really want him to succeed there. I want Zach Wilson to do good. Yeah, they did just trade away. Sam Darnold, so they'll have they don't they got nothing there. <laughs> exactly. They gotta him. go QB. They they got point. nothing there. So he doesn't even have a, somebody to train him for a year. No, he's gonna he, he's Ugh. gonna start right away. Right too. away. He's gonna get thrown right into the ringer. Uh which is why I think that's gonna be a very interesting pick. Very interesting. Um, going forward, you yeah. know, with the Jets team Could with, they as, go two and fourteen again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Will they go oh and sixteen? <laughs> You know, will they even get a win? This poor kid, man. This kid's gonna have this a rough time. This poor kid. But uh, you know, who it's that's why it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um pick number three. What you got? What you got? Well, um, I believe I've got a trade uh in in this one because I've got uh the San Francisco 49ers trading up to get a quarterback. Yep. I believe it's already it already happened kind of thing it's just i believe san fran has the spot now okay then then uh this quarterback yep maybe a shocker to yep. these for these uh for this pick in particular but quarterback going number three to the san francisco 49ers i've got trey lance Woo! from ndsu I mean uh, that that's a solid pick. I mean I think it's a solid pick. I think we There's a lot of things out there for all three quarterbacks going to this spot. Exactly. Uh which is why this was a tough one. Um and I three remaining quarterbacks, my bad, from our Yes. 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 And which is why I'm thinking to myself, I, I saw some news earlier in the week or, you know, that I've seen rumored around, you know, obviously the Justin Fields epilepsy thing. I don't think that really drops his stock. I at really all. don't. But also with him talking to Shanahan. Yeah. I feel like, and we've also seen on on McAfee too this past week, that the chances of Justin Fields going third overall now has significantly dropped. Mm-hmm. So there are rumors that they could be going for either a guy like Trey Lance. Or Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Who you got at number three, Austin? Well, you know, I'm gonna take my boy. It's Justin Fields. Okay. I got I got him going San Fran. Um, I'm not fully confident in this pick, but hey, I'm I'm hopeful because I mean potentially he could land at Atlanta, which he could very well do. I mean that's his hometown, but I think. His playing style best fits San or San Fran, and they're running. They could do RPOs with him. They could do passes to Kittle to their wide. I mean, they got options there, and I I believe that uh, if they add like a, another wide receiver in next year's draft or even in this year's draft that can complement him in some form or capacity, I think they'll be really good. I think they lost a wide receiver or two uh, this past year. 
kind of thing. They've got a, they've got they had a rookie wide receiver last year. That's right. I can't remember that, his name. I don't name. remember his name either, but he's um, good. They had Debo San they had wide receiver they were riddled with injury San Fran. They were. They um, were. But uh they had Debo Samuel. Yep. Uh shit. They had, they had somebody Kittle else. too. They had Kittle who went down with an injury. Nick Bozo went down week two. Yeah. Yeah. That's defense, but I mean it is they what had they were riddled with injuries on that team. Um but yeah, I uh I don't mind uh Don't mind I, Sam, I, I like that pick too. Justin at, Fields at, at, at three. three as well. Uh who who do you got at number four? Or is <laughs> well, it it's it, your turn. Yeah, it's my it's turn, turn because I'm on I'm on evens. Um I got Kyle Pitts at Ooh. number four to Atlanta. The top guy off of the board for me, um, non-QB-wise kind of thing, I think um, after losing losing uh, Hooper, Hopper, Hooper? Hooper. Hooper to, uh, Hooper. Yeah, to the Browns, Browns, I think. Yeah, to the Browns. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out Pat McAfee Show for the Browns. getting us involved in the Browns. But, um... <laughs> um I, I think he'll be really good for, what, the last two to three years of R- Matt Ryan's career kind of thing, yeah. I would assume, at this point. Yeah, not a bad, <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad pick. That there. wouldn't be a bad. I mean, I think they could honestly get a QB in next year's draft or the year after and start rebuilding then and just have Kyle Pitts aboard then. Yeah. And just, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a really good pick for them. And honestly... I I do believe on Thursday night, um, this is uh, three days after you guys are listening to this or this premieres, that I do believe that Kyle Pitts will be number one off the board, um, non-QB-wise. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which is why at number four, I've got another QB going to the Atlanta Falcons. I've got Justin Fields. There you go. Going to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I believe that he's going to be picked up by Atlanta just because I, I feel like this would be a good fit for him. Hometown hero. Hometown. Um, and, you know, he can sit a year or two, however long it takes, behind yeah. Matt Ryan. And if Matt Ryan's not playing well, maybe Justin Fields can get some time in the season, you know. This is Because there's pick. no preseason. Yep. I, I feel like it's... Uh, this is a better pick than what I would have done because I... In 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 San Fran drafting Justin Fields at three, it would be in the Ring of Fire game one. Yeah, <laughs> that would be tough. That would be tough. I mean, I feel like in him being you know a backup to Matt Ryan, he can learn a lot from Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a good veteran quarterback. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Atlanta had a lot of trouble this yeah. past season. You know, not being able to finish games. Yeah. Um and. Uh, yeah, I mean, getting a guy, getting a guy like Justin Fields, I think would be huge for their team. Huge and huge would, for their franchise. Yeah, that's really, especially after the you know the eventual retiring yeah, of of Matt Ryan. So I, I mean, it, it's I feel like it fits perfectly. It does. Um, it does. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I got uh, there at number four. Um, moving on to number five, I've got Cincinnati. Picking up offensive tackle from Oregon, uh, Sewell. Sewell. The big boy, 
there's not much really to say other than this should be a guaranteed pick yeah. for Cincinnati. If they don't get this kid, I'm I mean, gonna be so mad. If they don't get him, I'm gonna be so this mad. This is not. It's gonna their whole entire draft. Spoiler is alert! Be I have him too, you guys. <laughs> pick number five. I'm gonna be so mad for. I mean, if they don't rebuild that line, he's just a, he's gonna die every single year. Joe Burrow's gonna be dead. every he's he's, he's gonna, gonna die, and walking, then he's man. gonna be he's gonna be dead, dead by like year five, <laughs> like dead, dead, like retired, like inability to walk, like like because he doesn't know how to take hits. Yeah, yet. he doesn't. Oh he my doesn't. goodness. And he just went, go down. And he, and, yeah, and he like is willing to get hit on oh. every play. Do you remember that play where his head just dislodged from I his didn't. body? I still. Oh, I probably saw it, but I can't remember it. More than they were I, I've seen gruesome. it more than like ten times. They were all gruesome hits oh. that he took this and, past and, season. And the hit that uh, when when he actually went down against the Red or uh, Washington football team, he that might, was just crazy. It might as well have been. Uh, it might as well have heard. Fatality <laughs> is after every time honestly, Joe Burrow got hit. Honestly, I think it was just his body just giving out. Kind of like, hey, you, we've taken way too many hits this year. Why have we taken that many hits? I don't know. I'm just going to give out right now and hope to God that he doesn't do anything for the next several months. <laughs> oh, man. All right, down to pick number six kind of thing because obviously this this is a given. The, uh, Sewell should be pit by Cincinnati. That's a given. Um, I have Jamar Chase, wide receiver, going to Miami. Okay. Um, he's the second non or third, really. Thir- he's the third non QB off the board kind of thing. I don't believe that they should draft a QB. I've heard rumors, slight rumors about this. I'm like, you just just drafted Tua, like what the heck kind of thing. And I believe this could be a weapon for them kind of thing. Yeah. Now I also hear Jamar Chase in the uh, Bengals situation. Because Joe Burrow has relationship with Lamar at LSU, yada yada yada. But they need just, a, they need they they need offensive line. They need a line. They need a strong line. And Jamar Chase just fits in perfectly here. They need an offensive weapon, another one. So get the best wide receiver in the draft. True. Yeah. Well, uh, at number six for Miami, I have Kyle Pitts finally going off the board here. Um, I feel like uh, he's. I feel like it's a good spot for him in Miami. Damn, uh, it would be a very, uh, you know, Cincinnati could pick him up too. Yeah, but because they don't have a tight end. A I know, I know they need a line, That's but I'm not just what saying. They need. I'm just saying they could pick him up because they don't have any tight ends, really. If they go a weapon over offensive line, I'm gonna. You I'm should gonna, be more worried. I'm worried than anything. I know, I know, but I'm, what I'm saying is like. Um, I'm not saying anything because they can't they can't attack on their defense if they have no Oh jeez, never mind. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> they need Sewell. They need Sewell. They Let's need just Sewell. say that. They need Sewell. Um but yeah, Kyle Pitts uh you know, he's a matchup nightmare obviously and uh he'd be the perfect weapon for Miami, I think. Agreed. Um you know, for It is Tua. what it is. Uh, it, it is would, what it is. It would be perfect for them down there. You yep. know, they don't have a lot of weapons uh, to go to. Yep. Um, and this would obviously this would uh, boost their offense. Jamar Chase is another good pick for it. 
uh, for Miami too. I like that option as well. Yeah. Um, but obviously my first uh, non QB uh, and also not offensive line, but my first weapon choice <laughs> uh, off the board would be Kyle Pitts at number six. Um, yeah. Am I on number seven? You're on number seven. I'm You're on, on number seven. Shit, my bad. You're good. Um, at number seven, the the Detroit Lions uh, are going to take a wide receiver, Ooh. and that wide receiver is going to be Jamar Chase, uh, who obviously Austin just talked about. Um, but yeah, man, uh, with Jared Goff at the helm in Detroit, that makes sense. And them losing their wide receivers, that makes Kenny sense. Galladay, um. And Marvin Jones Jr. Um, obviously, they need a weapon for for Jared Goff, man. Otherwise, you know who's he throwing to? He's throwing to nobody. He's throwing to T.J. Hawkinson. That's about it. Well, at this point in his <laughs> his career, uh, so they need a weapon like uh like Jamar Chase. If he misses his first man. two throws, you already know he's gonna have a bad game. So, like, come on. <laughs> Come on. Then they're just going to be running the ball with, uh, what's his name, Swift. Yeah. DeAndre Swift. Or AP. No? Is AP not on the team anymore? I don't think he's on the team anymore. Okay, never mind. Swift then, because he's Swift, the new guy. Yeah. Um, For my seventh pick, I got Rashawn Slater, the offensive tackle, the other offensive tackle. Um, I don't understand his whole – I don't understand why he's top ten – overall like he's the second offensive line to be taken because he's from northwestern you guys he's from northwestern he's only six foot three kind of thing so he I'm, I'm assuming he could be versatile and could go inside kind of thing but like they do need an offensive line <laughs> to to guard Goff from not dying kind of thing so I would I would take an offensive line here Slater also graded higher than Sewell which I just don't understand because Sewell is a great offensive tackle. Like, probably the best one I've seen in good while kind of thing. So I just don't understand how he graded out like that. But I would definitely take an offensive line to, you know, at least one out of the five bodies will protect Goff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Moving on to my eighth pick overall for the Carolina Panthers. Um, I got them taking a cornerback. They need some defense, man. They need some defense. With the addition of Sam Darnold, lessens the pressure to grab a QB here, but losing James Bradbury created a huge void in the secondary that must be filled kind of thing. So just taking um, one of the best cornerbacks off the board early is just my preference to go to kind of thing. Um, he sits foot one, 205 pounds from South Carolina. Did you say who it was? Uh, J.C. Horn. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's a good that pick. That is my be, bad. <laughs> oh, no, that's all good. That's a, that's that, a, solid, that's a pick. solid pick for them, yeah. Yep. After you? Um. Yeah, well, I have them going wide receiver, actually. Um, and because of the Sam Darnold trade... Um, and them losing Curtis Samuel last se- yeah, uh, the, yeah. for this season. Um, I feel like I uh, they also have DJ Moore's contract uh, that's coming up soon. So uh, why not draft a wide receiver when you can? Hey, that sounds more and smart getting, than what uh, I had. <laughs> getting the second best wide receiver in the draft, uh, Jalen Waddell. Waddle. 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 Waddell. Waddle. Waddle. 
Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Uh, from University of Alabama. Or Alabama University, whatever the fuck. Bama. Bama. Um, but yeah, uh, another just stud wide receiver, man. You can't go wrong uh, with that pick, to be Can honest. Can never go wrong. Um, just I mean, ridiculous. He was injured for a, for a tidbit of this year. He came back for a few plays during the national championship. Probably shouldn't have kind of probably, thing. Yeah. But he did what he did, and he played well. And I believe he's going to be a star in the league. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, there's a there's gonna be quite a lot of wide receivers that are gonna be stars because they're coming out in tip top shape and everything. Yeah, they know how to run their routes. They know how to catch. They know how to block. They, everything. So the next few years of drafting wide receivers, it's gonna be yeah, you're gonna get good ones in the first round, but like you can also get a good one in the fourth round. Yeah, just saying. Exactly. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to pick number nine. Yes, sir. Uh, Denver Broncos. Uh, I have them uh, drafting a linebacker, Micah Parsons from Penn State. That Um, boy went wild his sophomore year. Wild. Yeah, uh, I would definitely say uh, that uh, Denver, they need need defense, man. Um, They need a lot of defense. Uh, getting a linebacker at, at this pick, I think, is a pretty good pick for them. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe if a quarterback, a top four quarterback, fell, maybe they, I could see them going quarterback there. But uh, I definitely have them uh, going defense for sure. They've yeah. got to go defense for sure if if a quarterback doesn't drop. That makes sense. Um, and that makes sense. Micah Parsons. Uh, definitely uh, an uh, athletic five-star recruit. Um, Dude, he's so athletic. He It's ridiculous. I remember Ohio State trying to recruit him, and we did something wrong during that recruitment, decided not to recruit him again. So he went to Penn State. <sighs> Man, we missed out on a talent there. We missed out on a talent there. Even though we would have only had him for maybe two years because he sat out his junior year for COVID reasons. True. Yeah, from Penn State. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I got. Who I mean, that's got a, that's a solid nine. pick. That's a solid pick. Um, did you have Trey Lance going at all? Yeah, you I had, had Trey Lance, San Fran. Okay, yeah. so I got Trey Lance going here, just because if he falls and this is the spot, or if I guess Justin, they could take Justin Fields, but I don't think they had that much interest in Justin Fields. Um, but. I, I honestly think if Trey Lance falls to number eight, which he could, but it's it's unlikely at this point, or number nine, um, I think he could be the next future kind of thing. I know they have Drew Locke kind of thing, but if you're John Elway, do you really believe that Drew Locke is the future at this yeah, point? Based on, based on, Jeez, oh Pete. <laughs> based on recent uh, years of playing. It hasn't been the best. It hasn't been the best for Denver. So, Trey, Lon- Trey Lance there for me. How about my number 10 pick is Patrick Sertan. Sertain. Um, technically the number one cornerback in the draft um, from Alabama, I do believe, right? Yeah. I think so. I think, I think, it's so. From, I think it's yeah, from, he's yeah, from, yeah, from Alabama. Alabama. Six foot two, 205 pounds. Just an awesome cornerback. Um, he's going to be, I mean, Cowboys, America's football team, for Pete's sake. 
they need some defense, man, and they need a quick. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, hey, anything would help there, even like a Michael Parsons if he drops, or or if a... Patrick Certain comes down, they get J.C. Horn. Yes, which at number 10 for the Dallas Cowboys, I have them drafting cornerback <laughs> J.C. Horn instead of Patrick Certain certain or certain whatever his name is alabama kid yep um i have them i have them going jc horn um just because i feel like it's another uh qb option or not qb cb option cb option um that's they could go to golden man um and uh yeah that's pretty much wrapping up our top 10 knock drafts We can't be for certain if this is actually going to stay. It will probably not stay. We'll yeah, probably have at least one team dra- or trade, trading up trades, man. into the top 10. But uh, we'll be watching and we'll be tweeting out live, not predictions, but... Uh, we'll be tweeting live. Live reactions. Sure. Live for reactions. Sure. <laughs> for sure during that uh, Thursday night first round draft. Yes, sir. Um, and with that, we'll move. Uh, I know this is a long episode for y'all listeners, but shout out to y'all for, for hanging in around. with us, hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. Shout out. Kids got alligator blood. <laughs> shout out rounders. If you're rounders. fan of rounders, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, but speaking on betting news, we got picks of the week, folks. Um, and uh, just an update from last week's picks. Um, how did last week's picks fare? Well, not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Uh, in the NHL, we picked the Vegas Golden Knights playing both the San Jose Sharks and Anaheim Ducks. And Vegas, man, they swept those they games swept. just like I thought they would. So easy 3-0. and um, And for the NBA... We had the hometown, or our hometown Wizards. Our. <laughs> our, my hometown Wizards. Uh, playing OKC, the Oklahoma City Thunder, Man, and Golden, Golden State, State Warriors. Jeez, oh and geez. they swept those games like I thought they would. I thought for Woo! sure not. <laughs> I can't believe Wiggins missed a layup against Wizards. <laughs> oh my gosh. The Anyways. boys came out hot in the NBA for us, so that was pretty nice. Another three and and0 run there. I was on the opposite side on that on that Warriors game, just FYI. Yep. But I lost that round, so yep. congratulations, Mitch. Um, and then uh, as for the MLB, Son that we the teams that we were following, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the teams that we were following, we had the Angels Monday through Wednesday, and then the Phillies through the weekend. Um, I believe the Angels, or no, not I believe the Angels did go uh, one and two, and then the Phillies uh, one and one with their final game uh, yet to be played. I believe they play tonight. Yeah. Um. So, uh, really, split, even split, even for, split for kind of thing uh, in baseball. But that's, like I that's was how saying, it's gonna be during baseball season. Like that's I was how saying, it's man, be. it's hard to judge baseball games. It really is. It's really, it really uh, is pretty difficult. So, um, but we're gonna jump right into our picks for this week. And uh, this week, I'm gonna be a little bit biased. All in. I am all in, bro, on the Wizards. Um, they play a huge slate of games this Jesus week. Christ. They got a game tonight against Cleveland. Um, so that's Sunday. 
Um, and uh, then they play Monday. So back to back here, uh, they play the Spurs at home. I'm betting on the Spurs tomorrow night. <laughs> um, Wednesday, they play the Lakers at home. Also betting on the Lakers that night. <laughs> And Friday, they play against uh, the Cavaliers again. You guys can um, take that one. And then they play uh, Saturday against the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, then the Mavs are going to take that one. Um, <laughs> t- dude. <laughs> they play so many games this week. They're going to be so tired by they the do. time they play the Lakers. Hey, those boys are conditioned. They are ready oh, to geez. fight and push for the playoffs. Okay. The playoff push that is is happening. It is live. It is real. It is going on. Don't give me that the shit. The Wizards, man, they're pushing right now. Don't give me that shit. I'm uh for me, I'm just gonna take the Nets all the way through. Not quite sure <laughs> who they're playing, but they got T- KD back. So <laughs> cheers, cheers. All right. Um, all right. In baseball, we I've I've got uh the Cleveland Indians Monday through Wednesday, and then uh the Dodgers um. Thursday through Sunday, um, obviously to kind of back up my baseball because I mean, you know, baseball is rough for me right as of late. But uh, Indians are going against a mediocre Twins team, Jesus um, and uh, I, I chose the LA Dodgers games because I feel like it was going to be a good matchup to watch. Like for if sure. I tune into baseball to watch a game later in the week, that matchup is probably going to be worth watching. Um, but uh, obviously taking the Dodgers in that one. Um, then moving into NHL. Wait, wait. I got MLB pits too. Oh, you do? Yeah, oh, we sure. do. So tomorrow, Phillies play the Cardinals, and then we play the Cardinals for until Thursday, right? And then we play the Nets over the weekend. I'm taking the Cardinals and the Mets. Let's go. Ooh, against your Phillies? <laughs> against my Phillies. <laughs> we might get like two wins over the next week, but I don't think we'll get that much. Maybe three. Maybe three. The Mets are looking kind of decent kind of thing. The Cardinals are a decent squad that we played already earlier that we had. Well, we won two out of three. Yeah, they might come back and bite us in the butt. Uh, we, we might take two out of the four kind of thing, and then we might take one out of the three against the Mets over the weekend. So shout out the Phillies. <laughs> shout out the Phillies. I hope you lose. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. We got screwed by the Rockies earlier today, 12-2. to two. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Good job, Philadelphia teams. Well, uh, we're so good this year, so good. Well, uh, moving on to NHL with the playoffs right around the corner. Again, shout out to the Flyers. Let's go, Flyers! No, I'm just kidding. With the playoffs right around the corner, I gotta start gearing up and backing my team a little bit more. So, I'm picking the Caps. We're all Caps this week uh, with some juicy matchups, man. We play the Islanders again on Tuesday. Um, in these past two games, we've beaten them, but uh, literally been tough matchups, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we play the Islanders on Tuesday. Expect that to be a nail-biter for sure. Um, then we face off against big-time rival Pittsburgh Thursday and Saturday. Um, all three of these games are at home for the Caps, and we've got the Caps fans coming in uh, starting on Tuesday. So Caps fans are able to watch these games. So uh, I'm hoping that extra energy is going to, you know, get the boys going and uh, getting them geared up for playoffs because, you know, we need to win these games if we want to win the division. That makes sense. So, uh, yeah, big-time 
caps push right here. Um, that's what I'm excited for. Um, and those have been the picks of the week. But uh, to close out the show, I th- thought of uh, came across a tweet this past week. Um, and uh, just a quick segment that we might throw in at the end of some of these episodes, you know. Yes, sir. Um, it is a rank Rank them. Rank them. Um, obviously we're going to start choosing, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do the NFL for the first few weeks and we'll move on to something else kind of thing. But, uh, we're ranking four QBs this week for you guys. Yep. Okay. We got, uh, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, and Josh Allen. Now, Austin. (laughs) How are you going to rank these quarterbacks? Oh, who's your, man. Who's it, your one through four, man? It has to be Allen. It has to be. It has to be. I mean, he's 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 the golden pony boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's not golden. He's not pony. And he's not a boy anymore. He's a man. But uh, he's going to lead these bills, and he's 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 going to be awesome next year. Uh, next year, or next year also, for number two, I have Murray because... Look at the weapons that he has around yeah. him right now. It's ridiculous. And they still have the draft to go through? Yeah. Come on, man. Uh-huh. It, I, I mean, as long as he doesn't slump, have that sophomore slump that he did last year, Yeah, we're good. We or also, injuries. We, or inju- well, yeah. Hopefully the injuries yeah. don't happen because that kind of slowed yeah. him down a little bit too, but... We also got the uh, old eldest Watt brother on the defense, so... Yeah, yeah, that's... That That's big. big one. That's big. And then I have I have Dak Prescott, right, as my third guy, just because I think he might do well coming back, but I'm not quite sure kind of thing. It was a gruesome injury. It He's been out for, what, 12 games this year, and he'll probably start next year. Do we know? He'll probably, he'll probably start at the beginning like of next year. St- I feel yeah. like he'll start next year. That's like ten months of rest. Right? I mean, he's already has to be. Yeah, he's already been seen uh, doing workouts and okay. stuff, throwing okay. the ball. So I got Dak coming back strong next year, at least you know to a certain extent. And then I got Baker Mayfield I, again. Uh, I didn't say this before, but this is this is pretty tough considering these 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 guys, especially the younger guys, are looking to have a strong year next year. Baker Mayfield ranks four out of four for me. But he has a solid team, too, and he had a very strong last six, seven games of his year, including that one playoff win. So, yeah. I mean, sky's the limit for them, too. They just need to add more pieces, preferably to their defense, what they did, which they definitely did. Yeah. So they got Clowney, Jadavion and they got Clowney. Johnson in the safety realm. Yeah. Uh, like I said last week, you put that safety on the same side as Denzel Ward, that whole area shut down. Yeah. No fly zone. Yes. No fly zone. Yes. Uh, and uh, I'll run through my my uh, rank them real quick. I got obviously Josh Allen, um, going going number one right there, and then I got Kyler uh, right there. I think the only place that we differ is I got Baker at number three. Yeah, that makes and sense. And I got Zach at number four. I'm I, not I'm not gonna I, pity you for that, I, I or know. I'm not gonna say anything. It's, I know. It's, it's, I honestly, makes sense. I honestly just think that it's a, gonna be a lot of pressure on Dak to come in yeah. and do and perform as well as he did before he went down. That's what it's gonna be all come down to this season is 
is he worth yes. 75 million yes. this next year? Yes, yes. That is going <laughs> to be the question. That is going to be the oh, question. Oh, that that's a crazy contract, man. That's before the NFL got this billion dollar contract and everything or 10 billion dollar contract for the next 10 years or whatever. That that's before they got I don't know how Jerry Jones worth that out to be honest with you unless I, he's just paying his own cash to him at this point. <laughs> I don't know either, but uh <laughs> we'll have to uh stay tuned for all of that. Uh and that's been the show, man. This has been a long episode, but I have enjoyed it. I have thoroughly enjoyed it, my friend. Yeah. Uh, we are looking forward to the NFL draft. Yes. Again, we'll tweet out live reactions and everything Thursday night, first round. Yes. And we'll probably do out live reactions over the weekend, too, over the final draft hits and everything. Yes, sir. And with that, uh, you can find us on the Twitter and the Instagram you can find Austin at IMA underscore Austin A on Twitter. You can find me at Mitchell Hernley on Twitter. And you can find our Dude What About Sports Twitter account dude. at Dude What Sport on Twitter. <laughs> um, but you can also follow the Instagram as well at Dude What About Sports. Um, also, and, uh, shout out Watchdog Media. Shout out Watchdog Media. And Logan. Media and the Binge Boys and Logan and Matt and Tanner. And all and of them. Megan and <laughs> Emily and I don't know all the rest. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out all the rest of the peoples. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, where you can find us. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you all in the next episode. Next episode, we'll be doing um, playoff push. Playoff push. Also reacting to all our all of the draft, draft pits yeah. and everything. So stay tuned. We'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys take care. Have a good week, you guys. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. Dude. AD on the reverse. How about that live buggy AD? That was a catch at 180. Oh, my goodness. This ball is crushed. And Anthony with the three. No flying in. It's Persingas. Wow. What a follow. There is with a two open. This ball smashed high and deep to center field. It is wrong. Are you kidding me? What a full length of the court moving and